Hello, friends, and welcome back to Era Code Blueberry and Unassuming Destiny podcast. This is episode 18. This podcast is now old enough to vote in a lot of Western countries. My name is Chilibin. I'm Mackie. Uh, there has been, uh, since our last episode, actually literally right after our last episode, some fairly big news involving Bungie. Um, we are going to get into that a little bit. It's, you know, kind of, I mean, it doesn't directly affect us, so we're not going to go too deep, but it is worth discussing. It is worth talking about. It's important stuff. Uh, we're going to drop a, a chapter marker. I'm going to figure that out for the first time. Um, so, you know, in terms of the content of the the article from IGN, which folks may or may not have seen, um, reporting on Bungie's history, workplace conditions, that kind of thing. Um, some content warnings around, literally just read them off what, what uh, you had written in the notes. Um, things like sexism, racism, ableism, discrimination, uh, favoritism, bigotry, burnout, worker exploitation. Uh, similar things to, I guess, Activision Blizzard. A lot of game studios kind of in the press for, for similar things. Um, so yeah, if, if you are not in the mood for that, feel like you've heard enough about it, fair cop. We'll drop a chapter marker. You can skip ahead. We'll talk about the dawning. We'll talk a bit more about the 30th anniversary stuff because that's all still ticking along. Um, but for now, let's get into a slightly heavier topic. Uh, Mickey, I kind of want to throw to you to, to get us to get the ball rolling because um, I think this was something you particularly wanted to wanted us to talk about. Yeah, I mean, we tweeted a little bit last week about it um just because it it came out more or less the day that we sent our last episode live um but i feel like for the destiny community and for the bungie community i feel like the article that came out on ign uh is an important article um you know it, it is very easy as a community to look at what bungie is doing now especially on like a I guess a surface level as far as we know with its social media and then all of its initiatives. Mm. Um, but Rebecca Valentine from IGN spoke to, I think it was 26 current and former employees mm -hmm. and heard stories and experiences and stuff, just workplace experiences and stories. And from, I think it was as far back as 2011 to mm. some of these instances happening as recently as this year as well. Yeah. Um, and I think there, there were a lot of important stories and a lot of important voices in that article. Um, and a lot of just brutal honesty. And yeah. I think for a lot, a lot of us, it was really confronting because we do want to sit there and be like, Oh, Bungie is the exception. But then we need to also remember that Bungie was born of the same industry that bred Activision, yeah. Blizzard, Riot, you know. And until maybe in the last decade, the gaming industry has been a, like, to, not to sound cliche, but a man's world. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's been one of those, those industries until it was under as much scrutiny as every other entertainment industry, so... There are some really confronting and important stories in there that I think if you're a fan of Destiny or a fan of Bungie, definitely read the article. Yeah, I think the the like the back half of that article, like again, excellent, excellent 
delicate reporting done on this because it's a pretty sensitive stuff, right? Um, but yeah, the back half of that article to me kind of had this a lot of a lot of the sentiments being expressed from uh, the people that were being interviewed was was one of like we realized and are talking about how bad these situations are, but can also see in recent years the efforts Bungie has been making to kind of turn things around, but also acknowledging that they are a large company and this sort of change takes a fair amount of time. Um, and, a, and, and another kind of big item on the, on the list here was what, yesterday, uh, a further piece of reporting from IGN that their Bungie's head of HR had stepped down. Um, HR being pointed out in that initial article as one of the more problematic areas because they're supposedly who you are supposed to report issues to, but they kind of, it sounded like they weren't really handling them in a way that was protecting those that were bringing the issues to them. Mm. Um, and the, you know, the statement that the, the, um, I haven't got the, the name here, but the, the statement the head of HR made was not great. It, it was kind of like saying basically just kick everyone out and start again was kind of like, you know, baby out with the bathwater kind of situation, stroppy toddler bullshit. Um, I'd have to take another look at it to see if there's more to it, but it, it, it kind of seemed like one of those encouraged resignations as opposed to a termination of employment um i've i've seen it in my own career people that have worked at places i've worked that have been given the option to you know resign within a week and leave uh and then i've seen people refuse that option only to be walked out of the building so yeah that's usually how that goes when somebody is maybe historically needs to be gotten rid of but legally you can't do that on the spot <laughs> unless you've seen it uh mm. seen something bad enough kind of in the moment there's uh, i mean the u.s is different but at least in australia that's that's certainly how it is workplace protections being what they are but yeah there's um some yeah i i i guess the the main thing i want to say is like go and read the article if you at all are invested in the game in the studio in Bungie's history, even if you're just like a big enough fan of video games to to read press about like how the studios operate, um, I, I know a lot of people who play games that couldn't care less about how the games exist. Um, but it it is worth understanding how that side of the industry operates, I guess. Yeah, and and even then, it's like I think it's also very important that instead of us or other people just relaying it's it's better to even though it's being done through rebecca mm. it is better to acknowledge these these voices and hear these voices directly and that includes on social media as well because there have been since this article dropped there have been people who work there now or work there in the past or have put their hand up on Twitter and YouTube and said, hey, yeah, I, I went through the same shit. Mm -hmm. um, I experienced the same things. And then there are people on Twitter who have been there for 15 years who have said, look, yeah, I experienced the same things, but I'm also experiencing the change and part of the change now. So yeah, there there's a lot of really important stories and a really important lived-in experiences that are being mm. relayed. 
yeah I, th- I think that was also like coming into this episode what we didn't want to do was just kind of sit here and essentially read the article or like enumerate all the different situations that were discussed in it um because frankly that would be a long episode and also kind of depressing um, and there's some there's some <laughs> big things there yeah. too yeah like it's it's not just your typical um assault or burnout there are a lot of really different nuanced experiences there, especially from yeah. the voices of people of color and minorities and women in the workplace too. Yeah. It's um, as someone who works in tech, it's, it's stuff that I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen aspects of this stuff just in my own career. Um, so, you know, people I am friends with people I've worked with have, you know, relayed some of similar stories to me about their experiences. Um, Video games are weird in that they're kind of the intersection of the tech industry and the entertainment industry, both historically very toxic towards people that aren't straight white men. Um, and so I guess, you know, you've got the worst of both worlds kind of being discussed in, in articles like this and articles like, um, you know, the stories about Activision Blizzard at the moment, but also, as you mentioned, Riot in the past. Um, I don't even I don't even know where they got to with remediating some of their stuff. Um, but also, you know, these are not the end of the list. <laughs> there have been articles about this kind of stuff for years. Um, like Ubisoft was in the press maybe a couple of years ago for like some pretty horrendous shit. Granted, it seems like they were a little more aggressive about getting rid of some people. Um, not to say the problems are fixed, but there were certainly some high profile resignations. I don't know if there were terminations, but um, they were, they were definitely people that like had been kind of pointed out as like, they're kind of shit, get rid of them. Um, so yeah, it's, it is, I've seen people saying like, Oh, it's an industry issue. It's not just Bungie. It's also not just this industry. It's kind of everything. <laughs> it's, like, it's capitalism in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, capitalism, which is run in, you know, it's run the by people that look structure. like me, unfortunately. <laughs> the corporate structure. Mm. I mean, corporate structure has gone unchanged for a very long time. Mm. So, so yeah, it's um, the the way that I try to approach these sort of articles is not not necessarily look at it and go like yeah, that's so bad, I'm going to now judge Bungie differently. Granted, I am sort of keeping an eye on things and paying attention to what folks who work there are saying about the changes that are happening, but it's more, how do I take the stories here, internalize them to a point where maybe I can do something with my privilege, my, I don't know, whatever that may be. Like, I'm, I'm in no position of management or anything, but... I have some amount of privilege from being an able-bodied straight white man working in the tech industry. Um, and so it's trying to, you know, take that on as information and increase my own awareness about these sorts of topics, these sorts of issues, these sorts of uh, challenges and experiences. Um, and it's not usually something I speak about because I don't like that kind of feels gross too. To be like, yeah, look at me, I'm learning, aren't I good? It's all virtue signaling. But it's important to mention that, I think, so that others 
can do the same, right? Like it's, yeah. you don't have to necessarily go out there and bang some drum about it. It's just like, look, read some more, learn a lesson or two, and then go be better. I think that was yeah. kind of, that was like the end of a lot of tweets I saw was just be better, Bungie. <laughs> I think, I think too, if you go and read this article and you find these stories confronting mm. and upsetting and they do make you kind of look at Bungie and reassess Bungie, that's not a bad thing. No. You're human. If you, if you read this article and went, oh, yeah. Then be worried, but That's if you read problem, this, yeah. if you read this and go, "Hey, I find this genuinely kind of confronting and upsetting," congrats, That's you have good. a conscience. You're having, yeah. you're having a human reaction <laughs> yeah. to it. I saw a lot of people saying that they found it upsetting and confronting on Twitter, and they were like, "Hey, this this fucking sucks." Mm. It's like, yeah, it sucks. It's like finding out that someone you admire or a mate kind of sucks. Yeah, or or like like you and I've experienced this with uh, bands that we're into when it turns out that one of the members of the band was actually like doing some really shady shit. And you're like, great. Now I don't feel comfortable listening to them. Yeah. Even after they get rid of that person, I feel bad listening to the music that had that person in it. It's just, it creates that association. Right. Yeah. And then it's like the counter discord was, Oh, get over it. It's just a company. Oh, get over it. It's just a game. And it's like, no, it's not. It's people. It's people's lives. Yes. Yeah. That is an important uh, thing to remember. There are people Game- on the end of this. Gaming is not one of those careers and the gaming industry is not something you get into because you're eh about it. It's not just, often it's not just a job that people fall into. It's a job that people strive for. Mm. So it's like, if you find this, if you find this shit confronting good, you're a person. This is the response you're meant to have to these stories. Yeah. And it's, you know, especially around conversations of like crunch and exploitation, as you mentioned, people typically get into video gaming for work because they're deeply passionate about games or something like that, right? And that is something that companies will tend to exploit and they'll use the language of like, you're here because you love games as a lever to make you work more than you're paid for. Or they'll use the the the, the language of, uh, you know, we're all a family or we love what we do to try and guilt you into working more than you're actually contracted for, right? And, like, that's not unique to America. That's not unique to this industry. It's literally just how a lot of companies work. Um, and it's only in the last few years I've really, like, developed an ear for that kind of language and going, like, hey, you're kind of talking like it's a cult. You're kind of saying things that are playing on emotions so that people will give you unpaid labor, right? And a lot of this article talks about stuff like that, of kind of manipulating that passion that people are coming to them with, right? Like I, I've been, look, I don't, I've never worked in games. I've never worked for Bungie, but especially around the 30th anniversary event, I've been caught up in some of it of going like, fuck yeah, I've got a lot of nostalgia and it's easy to conflate that with other things that can be exploited quite easily. Mm. It's the same as like just to take one small instance from the article. Um, we're both people who are really like, hell yeah, Bungie is writing about minorities mm. and they're giving minorities stories in this universe and representation. But then you find out 
a lot of those stories were birthed and created off the back of someone writing a heartfelt story about someone who isn't a white Marine Mm -hmm. and then having to hide the fact they had to work overtime to get that story in the game because they were threatened that if they're caught working overtime, that their bits would be cut. Or if you can't get your story written in this deadline, obviously it's not going to get done. So stop writing it. Mm. And that broke my heart that a lot of, a lot of the stories that we have fallen in love with and that well, we hold up and say, Hey, look, Bungie is writing about minorities and giving voices to minorities Mm. in this game. It's not just, pretty white lady and space marine it's you've got a, which flavor of bold space wizard do you want today yeah yeah like and they're writing stories about queer couples and not being yeah. shy about it yeah. and not queer baiting and disabilities and trans like individuals in the mm. and to find out that a lot of these stories were built on the back of that kind of treatment mm. kills me a little bit but in turn I also hold those stories very close as well now, even closer because these people broke their backs to give us these stories. And that was something big I took out of this article was Mm. a lot of these stories, people burnt themselves to the ground to make sure that these stories and these voices were represented. And it it makes some of those stories all the more important because there have been people who have come out they've come out after the article and went, yeah, that was me in the article. Mm. Um, and I was trying to get X, Y, Z story into the game and I had yeah. to hide it more or less. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, that story means a lot to me now because you went above me on to make sure that the story was told. Yeah. That's yeah. just one instance of like humility. I think that I experienced mm. while reading this article was just like, yeah, that sucks and it really hurts. But also like these stories are all the more important to me now. Because someone put their all in to make sure they were told. Yeah, it's um, look, it's not fully related to to kind of the events in the article, but I've always found this weird disconnect with um, certain parts of like the Destiny content community, where you know people that are literally doing like three D animation projects as a vehicle to try and get jobs at Bungie, like they are essentially doing full time work. Don't get me wrong, the work they do incredible not at all trying to like disparage that effort but there's a lot of these types of things going around where you got people in the community super passionate they've got these skills they want to you know express that with with the tools they have available and then that gets used in like this week at bungie posts or uh destiny social posts like from official bungie accounts and that starts to form almost part of the game's marketing and at no point those people are paid. Maybe they get an emblem in the game at some point, right? And looking at the any of the third-party app creators, like a lot of them are Patreon-funded, so they, they, they get theirs as rightfully they should. Um, but there's this weird ecosystem of people essentially doing a lot of unpaid work. And I guess that's just fandom. That's, that, that's all that is, right? It's people putting their work out there, it's just of a really high bar for some reason with, with this game in particular. Um, not to say other games don't don't have similar oh, We have some crazy talented people in this community. Yeah. Every yeah. day on the on the Destiny um, topic on Twitter. Mm. 
I see art. I see people recreating exotic weapons out of cardboard. Yeah. Like we have some crazy talented people. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I, I don't know where the line is there between like how much work you're doing to produce this like video or image to kind of, you know, put out your, your character or your animation or your idea for like some theorized thing within the destiny universe and then bleeding into like what should actually just be paid at some point like someone it's someone should get paid for that art <laughs> someone should be i don't know getting something for their time you know especially if it's being used to in some way boost kind of the image of the game and the community i don't know it just I don't know where that, I don't know where that line is or should be. Yeah, that's the hard part. I mean, I guess a positive out of that situation is at least Bungie aren't aggressive and striking down artists who are selling yeah. their Destiny fan art and their Destiny yeah, projects. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not Nintendo. Um, aggressively fucking DMCAing people. Cease and desists yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So so like they're very. Yeah, they're very free with how people kind of use their stuff, and I'm sure there's things that they would say no to in terms of, I don't know, some weird fan fiction territory sort of stuff, but at what point are they letting people go a little bit too far with how much work they're putting into the stuff to where they they should be just getting a job somewhere doing that kind of work? I don't know mm, whether that's at that's... Bungie or not, but yeah. That's the hard part. That's a new level of discourse too that <laughs> yeah. I think needs to happen in yeah. not just Destiny but a lot of communities that rely on their their community to create content and promote the game inadvertently. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, with just to, I don't know, close the loop, bring things back. Um, I don't know how much more I've got to say on sort of this particular topic with the with the IGN article other than um, read it. Yeah, go read it. And like I said before, the the thing for me is I have seen not just in sort of the tone in the article, but from seeing some people responding on Twitter that are working at Bungie right now or have recently worked there, commenting on commenting in the last weeks on the last week since it came out, sorry. Um, you know saying that things do seem to be turning and heading in the right direction. It is just a matter of time. And I don't know how much we're going to hear about those internal efforts. Um, you know, Pete Parsons, the CEO seems to be pretty open about discussing uh, at least his, at least his response to the article was fairly transparent as far as CEO responses to these sorts of things go. It was, yeah, it was an, I wouldn't say great, but it was an okay response. I think my favorite part was he didn't look for excuses. He yeah. didn't look to point fingers. He just mm. said, hey, it's not just our actions, but it was our inaction that has caused this problem too. Mm. And we're trying to grow as a company and here's all the ways that we're doing that. And if yeah. any of these people want to reach out and contribute to that growth or like have a chat about this. He he's also said, look, hey, we can do it and we can keep it anonymous and we can just yeah. chat and Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, my my impression is also that Bungie has been growing very rapidly. I know that they've like been working on things that aren't Destiny in the last few years, mm. so they have to spin up a lot of different teams for that. And they opened an office in like the Netherlands, I think, and they they've got handfuls of people around the world. Like Seattle is currently being renovated and expanded. Yeah, and having worked in a few places that have grown rapidly managing that kind of change is incredibly difficult and complex mm. especially if you're trying to course correct on potentially to toxic aspects of your culture it's not just how do we manage the growth it's also how do we as things are blowing up in front of us make it go a different direction it's yeah very tough to make that change happen but like i said it does seem like they are trying to yeah not trying to give them a pass or anything because again these stories are pretty terrible some of them um but yeah i like it, it sounds ominous but it's kind of like we're watching right like we'll be keeping an eye on you <laughs> yeah it's kind of the and I mean, overwhelming sentiment i think we're both in the same kind of mindset and attitude even when it comes to let me elaborate mm. more discrepancies by some of our favorite like content creators and artists and musicians mm -hmm. like there's there's obvious things that you can say okay do better take this opportunity and move with it mm. obviously there's things that are completely unforgivable but yep. there are opportunities to like i think think you can be a fan of something while still being critical of it oh yeah totally. and that includes growth and i think that comes with if we can allow content creators the room to grow we we can let corporations room to grow too and it's like obviously everyone has their tolerance mm. but for me at the moment i guess i'm in a quote-unquote holding pattern with bungie where i'm like okay i can see you're trying now stick the landing. Where are we going yeah. from here? Are we going to keep doing this? Are we going to hold, like, or are more of these stories going to come out? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need to see leaked emails to prove that you're doing it. Um, I imagine with reporting like this happening, there will be follow-ups to kind of check in and see how things are going. Um, I don't need to, like, see inside the company, but I would like to see some reflection of that work happening. Mm. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how they're going to message that to the public. Um, internal, because they're, they're still a private company, right? They don't, they don't have to worry about like shareholder meetings and that sort of stuff, which typically just gets into the public eye anyway. No, I don't think they've no. gone public yet. No. Um, so unless they want a message to get out about this stuff it's unlikely that one will uh whether that's through reporting or them just making a statement to be like here's what we've done in the last six months to kind of address this stuff in the article right um that'd be nice i'm not you know not necessarily hanging out for it not expecting it um but yeah it's increased my you know criticism of bungie but I'm not, like I'm not done with them you know if if there wasn't that tone of oh I can tell they're working on it from people that work there maybe it's a different conversation at that point you know it's it's complicated and I am like it's only been out for a week so I, even some of that stuff I'm still working out for myself mm. 
Um, so time will tell is I think sort of how I wrapped up my message last week when I was like, oh shit, this came out before we released the episode. Uh, better tweet about this because it's going to look super weird if we're all out there celebratory while this is all going on. Yeah, um, it yeah. it felt like I think I said earlier it would it would feel entirely disingenuous for eight, us as people mm. who built a podcast entirely around how much we love this game and love mm-hmm. the community, even the toxic parts of it we cover, and then pretend this isn't a thing or just gloss over this. It would be just yeah. not true to ourselves. Yeah. as individuals as well as our objective with this podcast. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think if anything it's made me want to like double down on that aspect. Like weirdly my my twi- cuz I follow enough destiny stuff, my Twitter timeline just ends up like full of suggestions for accounts I don't follow but are destiny related. And there was just like glimpses into beef between destiny content creators that have been banned for years. I'm like, who are these people? Why are they so toxic? Why am I hearing about it now? Oh, it's because they're, you know, complaining about how they were banned and trying to make this article about them. Like, just people being shitheels. Um, I noticed I noticed that too. A lot of people taking these really kind of... Like, it's not just, oh, if, if I worked overtime, my story wouldn't make it. Mm. There's, there's stories of violence, harassment, mm. locker room talk, yeah. like genuine gut-wrenching stories and you got dinked five years ago for cheating in trials yeah yeah these are not the same this is not the time nor the place ain't it (laughs) go go play another game thank you good night (laughs) like this this ain't it like yeah but yeah it just it just and like as a as a almost almost like a counter to that coming up on my timeline, I saw people I'd never heard of who are content creators within Destiny or are like coming back because they've been lapsed and they're saying like, show me where the positive parts of this community are. I need to find my people. And that was what made me go, okay, yeah, there is potentially more of an audience for, you know, what our mission is than, than I initially thought. Um, so that was, that was, I don't know, reassuring in a sense of like, we're not just yelling into a cesspit with trying to be better within this community. Yeah. I actually followed a, uh, a uh, Destiny Twitch streamer that I had no clue about. I won't mention them by name because their response was, in my opinion, hilarious mm-hmm. to other people, maybe a little bit toxic. Mm. But one of the, the more vocal people who have been uh, banned by Bungie and Destiny in the last couple of years... Mm was trying to use this article to whip up a cause for him and try and manipulate this whole thing into me, 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 poor me, I'm a victim as well. No. He did some pretty gross shit. I won't say what, but no, he's definitely not the victim. Yeah. And this Twitch streamer just turned around and was like, yo, homie, shut the fuck up. You got banned for X, Y, and Z. This is not the same argument. No. He's like... And then I think he followed it up with a tweet that was just like, how about you shut up for once and actually listen? And I was just like, follow, goes to Twitch, follows. Yeah. I was like, thank you. Like, is, yeah. the dude he was telling to shut up outweighs him 10 to, like, this isn't me disparaging him, but outweighs him 10 to 1 in followers. And mm. he was still like, how about shut up? <laughs> and still managed to ratio the guy. So yeah. I was like, Fact. Get lasered, homie. <laughs> Respect. 
Ratio also mid, also L. Didn't ask. Uh, you fell off. Uh, ratio uh, mid. Uh, cringe. Uh, like I was just like, I love this man. This that's, is a good man. I'm gonna follow this man. That's yeah. That's that's the good shit right there. Um, look, if if we're kind of I don't know, not done with this, but at least talked out on it for now. Yeah. We I think make... if we go any if we go any further, we're talking over the people in the article. So like, go read the article. Yeah, yeah, please do. Um, so if you've clicked on the timestamp, welcome to the hardest fucking pivot I'm ever going to make. Let's talk about the dawning. It's week one of said event. Uh, the 30th anniversary still continues. I didn't think the dawning was was this soon because the 30th anniversary started last week. Um, I've played a little since reset. Mm. You? A little bit, yeah. because I'm going to be honest with you, until one of our our teammates pinged me in the server and said, yo, are you doing dawning stuff tonight? Mm. I'd completely fucking forgotten. So would I, because I, I didn't play m- much towards the end of last week, because I, I like did a lot of the 30th stuff early, and then it was like, okay, I'm just going to take a couple days and do some other stuff. i got work stuff to do. Um and then I, there was like a ping, like one of those banner notifications in the game to be like, hey, the dawning is next week. I'm like, what is it? It's too soon. Ah. Go away. But- For me, I, I kind of screwed myself because last week and the week before, I think in the pod I was saying that I muted everything on Twitter and social media right. because I didn't want to get spoiled for the 30th. Yeah. Forgot to unmute. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Sorry. I surprised myself. Oh, the dawning's Ooh. this week. Yeah. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was Mayhem last week or was it this week? Uh, Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so Space Grandma has returned to the tower, as has the cookie baking oven, now upgraded to version 2.1. There's two new recipes. It shows you all the recipes from the jump, which is so nice. Ah, oh, I've masterworked my oven because I masterworked it last time and there's only two new recipes, so I just had to bake those and I was done um there is as I guess Bungie has gotten real good at with their events there is some really good loot there is a sparrow that looks like a big train and who who is that fucking tiktok train guy cause I just wanna I don't know what but some sort of meme mashup where it's like his weird face mounted camera next to that train. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't formed the idea. I just want that as a concept. I sent a screenshot of the train to one of our fire team members and he just responded with fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He knew. (laughs) He knew. You've heard of skitter scare. Get ready for this. Um, for context, uh, last dawning, I had the sparrow that shits out glimmer. Oh, the, the big, shaped sa- like the a big, sled. the big Santa sleigh. Yeah. I've got and that in my collection. And I was terrorizing everyone with that sparrow, not just for the dawning, for yeah. weeks after. I did DSC runs with the sparrow and was parking it sideways across doorways. Yeah, that, that sparrow's got a big old dumpy too. 
and I'm just going through the Sparrow section of DSC, shitting out Glimmer and terrorizing everyone. I'm pretty sure it only does that during the dawning. During though. the dawning, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we did DSC runs during the dawning. Yeah, that's right. Oh man. <laughs> so you're so. giving me a big fucking train. Yep. Uh oh. Yeah, it's nightmare it's, time. It's times like this that make me miss Destiny One Sparrow horns. Because could you imagine a train horn as well to go you imagine with this? fucking Sparrow Racing League and it's just me on my big fucking it's steam just, train? No, it's half of the field is trains. Half of the field is micro minis. Oh, spiders. <laughs> oh, no. No, thank you. Uh, and there's, there's some pretty good ghost shells. There's one that looks like it has uh, earmuffs, but they're gamer girl headphones with little reindeer antlers oh. on the top. There's uh, one with a knitted jumper, and yeah. I saw on Twitter someone had spotted green and red wool in Zavala's office and was just like, what if oh. Zavala made the ghost the jumper? And I was like, yeah. even if this isn't canon, it's it canon. It's headcanon now. I'm, I'm, Zavala knits the ghost jumpers. I'm accepting it. I'll allow it. I wish I had a gavel so I could just... Um, yes, canon. There's a, there's a ghost that is wrapped up like a present. Mm-hmm. But I know I noticed something about it, and now I can't unsee it. But to me, the way the the ribbon is wrapped around that ghost, it looks like that Christmas lingerie where mm. like the ribbon and then the bow is on the groin. And uh -huh. now I can't unsee it. <laughs> I am probably not going to include an image of that here for fear of I don't know us <laughs> getting a strike against the channel. I feel like every the girls, the gays, and the theys, we all know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm gonna have to go. I'm I'm gonna see if I can figure out which ghost show you're talking about, and then send you an image and go like, "Is this it?" Because I, I don't, I, I can't, I don't know if I've seen it or I'm just blanking it. But I think that'd be funny. But yeah, I'm I'm here to get some holly jolly but slightly scuffed uh things to terrorize you all with. Yes, please do. Um, I hope you all don't like being able to get through doorways. Oh God. Put that train in the doorway. Block everybody. I'm going to get my train and go show it to Variks. Yes, you should. <laughs> I, I bet he loves trains, actually. I love He's trains. got all those hands to pull the levers. Miniature trains, yes. <laughs> Head-mounted camera, yes. <laughs> Barracks for that train guy. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Here comes the Mechie locomotive, yes. Show me what that caboose do, yes. Oh. <laughs> Damn, you're telling me that train got that caboosey? Oh no. <laughs> uh, I had to stop myself from saying caboose to get my original it's joke out. Already started and I don't have it yet. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna have to uh, have a train party. We all we all have to get it one way or another, and and meet up and show Varix our trains. Our train set. A bunch of fucking toddlers in a sandpit. <laughs> My twain is green. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should do that. <laughs> Fuck. Um, 
There's also uh, a couple of quests uh, mm-hmm. that you pick up when you go talk to grandma. Um, one of which is very saint oriented. I've finished it. You haven't started it. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Oh, don't worry. I've got, I opened a show notes tab Yeah. just for dawning stuff. Yeah. You're going to hear me scream about that quest line. There's yeah. Don't, I've already put one image in there, but I spoiler tagged it. Don't click on that until you've finished that quest line. Cause it's, it's like one of the like kind of story tabs for it. I guess I'm doing the pigeon provides tonight then, huh? I, uh, I would advise it because you're, otherwise you're running the risk of being spoiled on it um, the longer you leave it. But yeah, like they're, they're, like they're not hard quests at all. It's like go and do a couple of lost sectors, go and talk to someone, repeat that kind of four times. It's, they're, they're fine, you know. Yeah. It's, it's more the story. Um, one of them does, I think it's the other quest line actually, finally makes guardians jumping off the tower cannon like it's in uh like one of the ones where you go speak to zavala it literally mentions guardians throwing themselves off the tower and then they ghost resurrecting them so that is not just us being shitheads it's actually a pastime <laughs> it is a it is a holiday tradition there is a war on christmas <laughs> i want to throw myself off the tower what are you up tonight? Oh, you know, just going to throw myself off the tower with the homies. Yeah. Going to get some cheeky reses with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the, um, the, yeah, the 30th, the 30th anniversary stuff, like the, I think the only real change is the. I think there's a couple of armor sets too that are really pretty. Oh, for the dawning. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was kind of. Part of me was expecting the, with the 30th anniversary for the second week to maybe have something in there that they hadn't announced again um, like they did the first week. Uh, it seems like it's just the, what is it, the the Legend, Dares of Eternity, you know, the one of the fixed enemies, that's changed because it's the same every time. It's still Zydron at the end, so in this house we continue to pray for Zydron. Um and then the they've fixed the the dungeon uh, as of I think today, so you can now infinitely farm it if you want to oh, just good. keep rolling stuff from it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, look if you've done the dawning before, it's it's not really anything new. You're making cookies, you're giving them out. Um, doesn't seem like the the one for giving a cookie to Riven is still there. I don't know when they got rid of that, but that seems like a good idea to get rid of because that's scary. <laughs> when you guys ran that through me through that last year, I remember being so nervous about it for some reason. Just just to go drop off a cookie to the to the and big weird like, dragon. Riven is so like foreboding. Yeah. Like she's just that initial drop, no matter how many times we run wish. Mm-hmm. That big reveal still kind of like gets yes, me every time, especially is. if you end up on the wrong platform and the first thing you see is a big dumb head. You're like, Bleh. yeah, <laughs> she long, but she likes a little cookie. <laughs> real, real uh, dichotomy going on there. 
giant universe ending dragon. I do like a cookie though. Could do I think with a snack. We, when we ran it, it was on a Bev night. And I think yeah. I set a couple of you boys off where I'm just like, hey, Weaven, time for Whittle Cookies. Like Damn I was talking to no. her like I talked to my dog. <laughs> we can't do this again. <laughs> <laughs> like I talked to her like I talked to my dog. And I think one of one of our um, fire team members who is a massive Riven and Wish fan is like, can you please stop talking to Riven like a puppy? I'm like, no. Please stop infantilizing the biggest fucking it- the, entity the within the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just want a little biscuit. Or can you grant me a wish? Aww. I just, I just want a big old biscuit. I, oh, I don't want to keep doing this. Women, just down here by yourself. You want a cookie? You're feeling lonely. Women, you owe me money. <laughs> what did you do to Alduin Solve? <laughs> Is he your little bitch, baby? Was that secretly Savathun? That's okay. You can have a biscuit anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Speak to Riven like a puppy. Challenge twenty twenty two. I mean, you. Every win. content creator that does Last Wish, I only want to hear uh, oh, puppy man. voice. Oh man! Just during the boss fight, that's all you hear. Watching six people stream it simultaneously. God. Oh, Wiven's got a Wiven's got a whittle up snake. Ooh. 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 Oh, is that downboard? <laughs> is that uwu snake? Fucking uwu snake. Worst call out. Oh, there's nice whittle tentacles. Did you grow them yourself? Uh, Good job. Unfortunately, I've got a spinny sword. <laughs> It's just a whittle cheese. <laughs> That's it. From now on, we only refer no. to that cheese as we're going to go hit women and her whittle cheekies. Uh, little cheese for me, little cheese for you. Watch the view rate on the Google ad <laughs> content creator go more. <laughs> just like, yeah, love the video right <laughs> then. Good night. Don't want to watch. Trash, honestly, mid, dropped off, ratio, L. <laughs> Do better, Chris. Honestly, big L. Riven, big L. Middling at best. Hey, Riven, hold this L. <laughs> God damn uh, it. I, th- I feel like it's not, it's not destiny burnout. It's like everything, life, life burnout, yeah. and I think everyone in December just gets that little uh, bit fucky. Yeah, like considering my level of fucky is high twenty four seven, I get particularly fucky in mm, December. So the yeah. dawning is just fuckery for us. Yeah, no, it's just and scuffed I, nonsense. Online, I see the same sentiment, kind of just being like a lot of people by this this life cycle. This yearly cycle of destiny, they're like, we're just waiting for the next expansion. Yep. We're just fucking around at this point. And yeah. some of the best shit on Twitter comes from everyone at the end of the year just in, in holiday brain. Yep. And just creating scuffed shit with their emotes yeah. or like, yeah. I'm down. For some reason, destiny names are particularly haunted oh. this time of year. They get real bad. Just Toyota just... vehicle of Oryx will still. Be <laughs> oh my god, that, that is god tier. 
T apostrophe Y O T A Toyota vehicle of Oryx. Lost my goddamn mind. Ah, uh, they still haven't like brought out the change so that you can actually change your bungee name, have they? So those names, I have to assume, they've either just started playing Destiny on that account, or it's always been there for like months at this point. I mean, I found some good ones the other day. There's Zer. This is a Wendy's spelled <laughs> F-U-R. Uh, Tinnitus Ringer of Ears is also a really good one. <laughs> Uh, shout out to the OG homie claimer of ass. Give me your milk. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I think that was one I found. I was like, I'm not yeah. sure what you're doing, but it's threatening. There's just, and I feel like we haven't talked about how much we love Destiny names oh in a God. while, but it's because it calmed down after the the bungee it name change and it's, thing. It's also like because you you. I think tend to be grouped into regional servers, right? So you're not seeing the same ones people might be tweeting about themselves. But it's like there are ones that are coming back and I'm so oh, excited yeah. because they're jumping back on getting ready for the expansion and yeah. also doing dawning stuff. Yeah, like I, I'm not sure what it implies, but the name Caramel Bearback really tickled me. <laughs> Fucking the one you posted the other day, which is just fight milk. <laughs> sent me for about 20 minutes because that is a very deep it's always sunny cut. Yeah, and I've never seen it. I just thought the phrase fight milk was really good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Alright. Oh man, if you've got a cursed destiny name, we love you. Yes. Depends. Well, there's yeah. There's scuffed yeah, and there's, then there's just wrong. There's, there's, a, there's a threshold there at which I will tell you to go away. Steamy weenies? Fine with that. Inside your roof, also fine with that. There are if if you get starred out or you get guardian with a sequence of numbers. I'm I'm gonna be like I will always check the be guardian. Better. Well, like the ones that show up as like guardian four digit number. I always oh, check. Oh, I always check them because if because they're on Steam, you can just click through to their platform profile as a Steam player, and you can just see. And then also because Steam is weird like this, you can look at their entire history of what they've called themselves, and it is sometimes very disgusting. Um, I hope no one does that with mine, because <laughs> we went on some adventures when I went was able to change my Steam name. Yes, I remember. And I would just change it and not tell anyone I was changing it. Yes, I, like, I remember there were, there were a few people in the clan that would, would kind of do a lot of Destiny puns and... Sometimes just references to Brian David Gilbert videos and not even the good parts. Or Shout out to the stews. Really haunted sentences like daddy's little pog champ. Yes. I hadn't thought about that in a while. Thank you for that. Yeah. I think we've spoken about the Spire run where three yes. of us called ourselves some variation no, no, of It was stew. just two. It was Strollen Stew and Swipin Stew. And it was the fucking worst. Because <laughs> we were doing Spire. Yeah, a lot of call-outs. <laughs> communication and also orientation heavy raid. Yeah, couldn't be like, hey, Nicky, <laughs> need you over here on this plate. It'd be like, fucking which stew are you? 
And you've got two warlocks both wearing the uh, the same warlock cloak with this, their name being Stu. I'm literally having PTSD right now. Because we made it worse by putting the same fucking... Uh, what is that cloak? The one for well. Oh, Sanguine Alchemy? No. Um, no. Phoenix. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we both had that on because we were both using well. Uh, before anyone roasts me for my warlock knowledge, not a warlock main. Also, Sanguine Alchemy is the one that buffs rifts, right? Rifts, yeah. yeah. Cool. But also, like, <laughs> hunters but, yeah. are edgy, titans are cuddly, and then warlocks are just guffed. Yeah. Every warlock I've met, like, just warlock main gross. I've met has been a little shithead. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> so, sh- shout out to my fellow warlock <laughs> main. Shout out to my shithead boys. What's good? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you single? <laughs> <laughs> Warlock mates only. Sorry. Oh, God. Onlylocks.com. That's the best I could do. Yo, homie, you throw those riffs. Throw that riff back for a real one? Bitch, you've got that bond. Maybe you come over here and make a bond. Yo, give me that chaos reach around, <laughs> homie. Damn. <laughs> I hate this. Can we end the show, please? Oh, baby, I'll keep you self- safe inside my well of radiance. No. No. Nova bomb these cheeks. Uh... <laughs> By the way, I'm single. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh my god! What? Whatever. Why am I still single? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Let's get out of here before I don't know. You start trying to pick up in our comment section. No, you want to keep going? Yo, you white with a niche interest. <laughs> <laughs> you are like subtweeting yourself at this point. <laughs> It's such an inside joke between literally you and me. <laughs> Even my camera noped out yeah, there. He's like, Yo, bitch. shit went blurry. It's like, no, thank you. Stop it. End this now. <laughs> uh, and on that note, we're going to call that a wrap for episode 18 of Erico Blueberry. Uh, this has been a real roller coaster of emotions today. Uh, what do we got? A w- well, a week from now is basically christmas i reckon we can slam one more in maybe it's more of a holiday themed episode who can say i've already East- painted my nails so spoiler ecb alert. non-denominational holiday special That's it. welcome to the ecb chrismaka episode for my oc stands out there um but yeah we'll be back next week with another one we'll see our schedules line up we might just not need to skip a week with the holiday break with with kind of i think we've lucked out uh in this one but we will be back very soon thank you as ever for checking us out giving us your time your your energy your ears your eyes uh whatever else you're giving us i don't know how to do this anymore uh links to our like i don't know social stuff down below uh more episodes well 17 of them to be exact in 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 the backlog there hit us with a subscribe hit us with a comment tell us your 
uh, Scuff Destiny name. I was going to go with the, the Horny Warlock bullshit, but I think the, the names are better. Safer, actually. If you had a Destiny-themed dating profile, what would it be? That's not bad. That kind of threads the, the, the needle there right down the middle. Um, what, is, what is your AU Guardian name that has a hinge profile? Yeah. I'll go with that, I think. Um, we'll see you next week. <laughs> hey, baby, take me to dinner. Bing bong. <laughs> Hey, yo. <laughs> Bye. I think I'm dying of heat exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. <laughs> <laughs>